Hello, this is Siddharth from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 21st of August. According to the Health Ministry Bulletin issued on Saturday, India recorded 34,457 new COVID cases and 540 deaths in the previous 24 hours. Total number of active cases is 3,61,340. India's drug regulator approved Zydus Cadillac's three-dose COVID-19 DNA vaccine for emergency use in adults and children aged 12 and up on Friday, making it the country's sixth vaccine to be approved. The coronavirus vaccine, Zycov-D, is the world's first plasmid DNA vaccine. It makes the specific protein that the immune system recognizes and responds to using a portion of genetic material from the virus that delivers instructions as either DNA or RNA. The company has said it intends to produce 100 million to 120 million doses of Zycov-D each year and has begun stockpiling the vaccine. The Delhi government said on Friday that Lieutenant Governor Anil Bejal had turned down a proposal to form an expert committee to determine how many people died in the city due to a lack of medical oxygen during the second wave of the coronavirus. According to the Hindustan Times, soon after Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia levelled the allegation, Bejal's office disputed the claim, calling it misleading. According to NDTV sources, 150 Indian citizens picked up by the Taliban this morning have been released and are now inside Kabul airport. NDTV has reported that they will be airlifted out of Afghanistan soon. Indian citizens waiting outside Kabul airport for evacuation were taken to a nearby police station for questioning and checking of travel documents, a top government source has said. This happened amid reports from local media that the Taliban had abducted the citizens. Taliban's picking up of Indian citizens came hours after an Air Force transport aircraft evacuated around 85 Indians from Kabul. The plane landed safely in Tajikistan, sources said, adding that a second aircraft is on standby in India. India has evacuated all embassy staff, but an estimated 1,000 citizens remain in several cities in the war-torn country and ascertaining their location and condition is proving to be a challenge, a Home Ministry official has said. Foreign Minister S. Jayashankar this week said the government is very carefully monitoring the situation in Afghanistan, but that the immediate focus is on safely evacuating all citizens. Asked how India plans to deal with the Taliban leadership, he said it is early days still, and did not comment if the government is in touch with the group. As reported by the Indian Express, Wrestling Federation of India President Bridge Bhushan Sharan Singh has warned players who are associated with private not-for-profit companies that they will not be considered for selection going ahead. This has implications for wrestlers such as Ravi Dahiya and Bajrang Punia, as well as other top wrestlers like Vinesh Fogart. A BJP MP from UP, Singh has also criticised the government for dealing directly with athletes under its flagship target Olympic podium scheme. He demanded a bigger role in the run-up to the Paris Olympics. However, for Dahiya, Punia and several others, the road to Paris could get complicated after Singh said he no longer required the services of private bodies who have been supporting Dahiya and Punia respectively. Singh alleged that the organizations Olympic Gold Quest and JSW Sport had particularly spoiled three wrestlers, though he did not name the athletes. Singh said, and I quote, We don't need OGQ and JSW. My biggest problem is they don't inform me regarding the planning of an athlete and who they're sending as a wrestler sparring partner for training stints abroad. We won't allow them to play. Even I'm giving Ravi rupees 1 lakh per month. From how many places will you take money? We are ready to give you everything. If they still want to be involved, they should share a copy of their agreement with the players and factor in our views. They can support junior and cadet wrestlers who actually need support. The Indian Express, however, 
claimed to have seen multiple emails sent by the wrestlers to the federation's official ID in which details of their training programs have been explicitly mentioned. When their reporter asked about it, Singh said the WFI never received any such email. The OGQ supports 32 wrestlers, including 23 who are in the age group of 13 to 19 years. The JSW2 supports close to a dozen wrestlers. Mamta Banerjee, the Chief Minister of West Bengal, is said to have proposed the formation of a core group to take on the BJP in the 2024 Lok Sabha elections. The TMC leader floated the suggestion during a virtual conference of opposition parties hosted by Congress President Sonia Gandhi on Friday, according to Lok Tantric Jantadal Chief Sharad Yadav. Opposition leaders demanded a Supreme Court monitored judicial probe into the use of Pegasus spyware, an accelerated COVID-19 vaccination drive, free cash transfers of Rs 7,500 per month to all families outside the income tax bracket, repeal of three farm laws, and mandatory guarantee of MSP to farmers during the virtual meeting. They claim they will collectively organize protest demonstrations across the country from September 20th to September 30th in a joint statement released following the meeting. The joint statement highlighted the withdrawal of unprecedented hikes in central excise duties on petrol and diesel and also the reversal of unbridled privatization of the public sector. Allow me to bring to your attention, listener, that our Independence Day offer is being extended to Monday, 23rd August. This is being done on popular demand. If you buy an annual plan, you get NL goodies for free depending on the subscription level. To know more and avail your discounted goodies, please go to newslaundry.com and click on iDay Offer. An added bonus is, of course, your support for a better informed society. The press is free and independent. Please do consider supporting us, listener, so we may keep bringing you hard-hitting ground reports. A spokesman for the Taliban said on Saturday that they intend to announce a new governmental framework for Afghanistan in the coming weeks. The Taliban official told Reuters, and I quote, Legal, religious and foreign policy experts in the Taliban aim to present the new governing framework in the next few weeks. End quote. The UAE's embassy in the United States announced on Twitter that it has committed to accommodate 5,000 Afghan people who have been evacuated from their country and are on their way to third nations. The evacuees will fly from Kabul to the Gulf state on a US plane in the coming days, according to the embassy. On Twitter, Qatari Assistant Foreign Minister and Spokesperson Lalwa Al-Khater announced that more than 300 persons had been evacuated from Afghanistan. She added, I quote, We evacuated around 300 largely female students and over 200 media persons in the last 72 hours. End quote. Ismail Sabri Yaqob took over as Malaysia's next Prime Minister today. Ismail served as the Deputy Prime Minister under Muhyiddin Yassin, who resigned as Prime Minister early this week after less than 18 months in office due to infighting within his coalition. Ismail's appointment restores the authority of the United Malays National Organization Party, which had governed Malaysia since its independence from the United Kingdom in 1957, but was ousted in 2018 elections following a multi-billion dollar financial scandal. Ismail received the support of 114 parliamentarians, giving him a slim majority according to King Sultan Abdullah Sultan Ahmad Shah. That's all the news we have for you today. Take care and don't forget your prescription of daily dose. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.